Hello, this sermon audio is a ministry of the Town Church in Fort Collins, Colorado. If you would like to learn more about us, how to connect, or how to support us, go to our website, thetownchurch.org. While listening to the Bible preached is a healthy part of our spiritual formation, it is not the whole picture. So if you aren't a part of a local church, we encourage you to prayerfully commit to a local body of believers where you live. We're glad you can join us, and we hope God uses the following sermon to reveal more of His glory to you. Hey, good morning. Good to be with you all on this rainy, finally spring day. Uh, it's good to, to be together. My name is Vince. I'm one of the elders here at the Town Church, pastor of a preaching and vision if we haven't met. Love to meet you at some point. Um, we are looking at uh, the last part of the book of John, kind of bringing this all to a conclusion, doing something um, different here at the end. I'll explain that here in just a second. But I, I, wa- I wanted to start here. Um, we've started this series in the book of John, which, which is what we do as a church. We take a book of the Bible, we work through it from beginning to end, and, and we see the, the, um, what God has for us throughout a book of the Bible. And then we just choose another book and we work through that. Uh, We started the book of John, January 26th of 2020. Who was here? Okay, a lot of you. Um, January 26th of 2020. It was a a beautiful, uh, sunny January morning, 52 degrees outside. um, And we began what would be a 44-week series um, over a year and a half with some breaks for holidays through the book of John, and on that January morning when we started in 2020, we had no idea what was coming, did we? We had no idea what was going to be in front of us. We had no idea that we were going to be stepping into some extremely unknown days. We didn't know um, that we were just months away from a virus affecting really everything about normal, everyday life. Everything imaginable was uh, affected by it. We didn't know we were on the brink of schools closing and restaurants closing and, and different businesses closing down. There's no way we could have predicted on that January morning what would, what would come for us. We didn't know that some would lose their jobs, even some of uh, of our friends here in the church lost their jobs, their businesses uh, uh, have been um, hurting along the way. We didn't know this year would bring to us the loss of some of our loved ones, whether it be through the, the pandemic or in other ways, that this year would be marked by the loss uh, of a loved one. There was no way we could have known as we started our work through the book of John that we would spend months at home alone trying to figure out how to do church online, gather together online, not with family members or friends or or the the church family. We didn't know as we started that we would step in just 11 months later, and and many of us do Thanksgiving and Christmas alone. And we didn't know that that Easter we would be sitting on our couches watching um, watching on a screen. Does anyone remember that Easter last year? It was snowing. Very different than this this past Easter. The last Easter snowing is a really d- discouraging, depressing time for me. We sat in our living room as a family, and then um, snow, and just like, well, okay, there's that. We didn't know that was coming as we began this book. We didn't anticipate a lot of things, a capital campaign virtually and everything that would come from that. We didn't know that the, the, the toll that this year would take on us. We didn't know the toll it would take on our marriages. We didn't have any idea that we'd be scattered as a church, scattered to very different places. Some people questioning what they believe and some people not coming back again. 
We didn't know what this year would have for us. When we started our book, uh, uh, our walk through the book of John, we had no way of knowing um, what was going to happen. That, that other churches around town would fold and we'd gain some some really good close friends from churches that had, had closed down or, or shifted in, in the way that they were doing things. But, but here, all that, so that's a lot of gloomy stuff. There was also some really great things that happened in this last year. We know, we know that. But here's what we do know. When we started our walk through the book of John, the God of the universe, who is over all things, our God and Father who loves us, that God knew exactly what was coming, right? He knew exactly what we were going to walk through. And he knew that we needed this. I don't know why. I don't know if any of us knows why yet, but he knew that we needed to see more of Jesus as we walked through the book of John. He knew that we needed to be drawn into believing more and more. That's the theme, right? Isn't that what we've seen in the purpose of John's writing? We started this. We started with this and we jumped to the end of the book and we've talked about this over and over. John chapter 20, verse 30 says, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in the book, in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. And we walk through verse after verse after verse of the amazing things that Jesus had done in the presence of his disciples, and we get to see that. We get to apply them. We get to see it in, in, in our own lives. If you remember, uh, a lot of people will call uh, John the, the seven signs that we see in the book of John, where where he turned water into wine, the miracles that we see of Jesus. In chapter 2, water into wine. Chapter 4, healing of the official son. Chapter 5, the healing at the pool of Bethesda. Chapter uh, The beginning of chapter 6, the, the feeding of the 5,000 plus, which we, we know is probably 25,000, 30,000 people. Uh, the end of chapter 6, where Jesus walked on the water. Chapter 9, where he healed the man who was born blind. Chapter 11, where he raised Lazarus from the dead. We walk through verse by verse all of those things that Jesus did and so many more. That, that doesn't include all of the incredible teaching that Jesus did and the ways that uh, that, that that teaching impacted so many people as he walked through those teachings. Even some of us impacted uh, us. That doesn't include the last five months that we spent looking at one day of the life of Jesus, uh, starting all the way back in November up, up until just a few weeks ago, we, we spent a, uh, looking at the day, the last day of Jesus here on earth before the crucifixion. All of that was written out by John so that, what? So that you and I would believe. So that we would believe, and not just believe like, yep, I believe in gravity, but what impact does that make? Really, No, believe that gravity does have an impact, by the way. I'm, I'm not one of those guys who doesn't believe gravity exists. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and that by believing, we would have life in his name. The, the impact there, that, that we would have life in the name of Jesus. We needed that this past year. We needed that. And it may be that you didn't realize that, that going into this this year, would you have would you have guessed back in January that oh yeah, I think I'm going to need that. I don't know if any of us would have said yeah, I'm going to need something like that. Uh, that you needed to be encouraged in your belief. That you would need to be challenged in your faith. That you would need to be um, in, in some ways wooed back to belief in Jesus. 
How many of us are, are struggling through things or have struggled over the, the last months? We struggle in our faith. This past year has been here to encourage us, to point us to Jesus, that we would have life in, in Jesus. Can I just ask this question? Is Jesus finished with us yet? Come on. No. Right? We're not now, okay, we're, we're finished with the book of John. I guess Jesus is finished with me. No, we're, we're still walking through this. Jesus is still changing us. No one knows what the next year is going to look like. Right? We, don't, we didn't know what it was going to look like up until now. We don't know what the next year is going to look like. How God will grow us to be more like Jesus in the coming months. Uh, months. How, how could we take hold of, of that which is truly life in Jesus in the coming months? We don't know what that's going to look like. Is, he, is Jesus finished with us yet? No way. In fact, John, the author, uh, gives us uh, some hints of that in the very last verse of the book. I love the way that John finishes this. We didn't look at it last week. We'll look at it now. Here's what John says, the very last verse. He says, now there are also many other things that Jesus did. That's an understatement, isn't it? (laughs) And now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written... I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that a beautiful way to finish a, a look, a year and a half of looking at Jesus? The, the world could not contain all of that. Is Jesus still at work in us? Absolutely. When he was raised from the dead, ascended to be with the Father, he left the Spirit to be with those who would believe, to be in us, to write down or record everything that Jesus does and continues to do would overwhelm every library. If you don't know what a library is, to overwhelm Amazon and, and all the books that could be written. Jesus, our King, our Messiah, our Lord, our Savior, continues to work in us continues to work on us, continues to work through us. The beautiful truth that that the Apostle Paul affirms in the beginning verses of Philippians, he says, I'm sure of this. I love it when the writers say that kind of thing. I'm sure of this. That he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. Is Jesus finished with us yet? But no, but he's still working. Still working on us. And and books could not contain all of the things that he would continue to to do. He continues to work on us and in us and through us. And so this morning, uh, what I want to do, we started this several years ago as we finish a book um, of the Bible, is uh, we want to hear from you all about what God has done in you, through you, on you, as we've worked through the book of John. So this is a little bit different. This is a little bit strange. I get that. There are a lot of you who are thinking, ah, I wish this was the Sunday I skipped. Um, but but here's, here's the beauty, I think, of this. We are a church family. We're, we're not a church show. This isn't just about me, right? This isn't just about whoever's leading the music. This isn't just about Josh doing the, the confession. We are a church family that we get to hear from one another. One of the things I say at our benediction every week is this is a blessing over all of us. There's all of us together speaking blessing over all of us. And so this morning, I'd love to hear from as many as want to talk about what God has taught you in our walk through the book of John. Um, and, and so I want to hear from you. It's been a, a really encouraging over the last couple of gatherings to hear Josh has sat in every one of them to, to just hear what God is doing um, through the, the hearts and lives of people here. So 
Um, someone's got to be first. I'm going to put a mic here. Here's what I like to do. Here's some instruction. I have a mic here. I'd love for you to come up here. I'd love for you to take off your mask so we can see your beautiful face. And I'd love for you to say who you are so that we can say, oh, that's what that person looks like. They actually do have a, na- a mouth and a nose. And, and then we'd love to hear from you about what, what God's done. All right? Someone's got to be first. Go. Uh, we're going to do the same thing we do every, every week. I, can we look at this verse one more time, though, before? Um, look at this verse one more time, and I want us to think about this as we think about uh, reading through and studying God's Word. Now, there are also many other things that Jesus did were every one of them to be written. I suppose the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Just think about that in your own life. That that Jesus is still at work in you. And if you think, well, my story is not all that great. I don't have a great story. No, Jesus is still at work. And, and the books that could be written about the things that Jesus is doing in you and through you are it's prolific, the writings that could be there. So I, I don't want us to look, look at the Bible and think, well, this is, this is great for somebody. No, this is great for us. We have the Word of God. It's living and active and able to pierce places in our lives that, that we would not anticipate. So keep that in mind. Um, we're, we're going to respond the way we do every week. I want us to consider this as, as we think about um, how we respond by taking the Lord's Supper. We spent the last um, five months up, up through Easter looking at that walk of Jesus to, to the cross. One day in his life. That's prepared us, hasn't it, for... Um, for remembering what Jesus has done, celebrating what Jesus has, has done, anticipating the continued work that he's doing. He gave his life. His body was broken and his blood was shed so that we could have life with God forever. But it doesn't just end there. He was, he was raised from the dead, victorious over sin and death. And it doesn't just end there. Jesus is returning to restore all things. And so this is a story that we're a part of to get to see all the things that Jesus has done. And this is a moment of celebration, a moment of remembrance of, of what he's done. So we get to do that together. If you're a follower of Jesus, we would in, invite you in the celebration. If you're new with us, um, thanks for, for wading through this with us. If you are new this morning, thanks for being here and, and being a part of our family. So let's pray. God, your word says... Um, that everything that was written in the past was written to teach us that through the endurance and the encouragement of the Scripture, we might have hope. We land on that today, that because of your word written to us, even though it was in the past, it was written to teach us, it was written to um, instruct us, but not just teach us uh, to fill our heads with knowledge, but written so that we would have hope. So that's what we rest in today. We, we rest in the hope that you have given us through what your son has accomplished. My prayer um, is this morning, I'd, I'd be silly not to even go here as, we, as we've thought about the, the theme of the book of John. God, my prayer this morning is that if there is someone in the room, anyone in the room who does not yet believe that Jesus is Lord and Savior, that you would be at work drawing them to yourself, young and old, kids who are listening and who've walked through this book and and adults and uh, who have walked through it together. God, if you, um, if there's someone here who doesn't yet know you, would you do a work of saving them? We've heard grace upon grace. Would you lavish that upon them?
Draw them to yourself even now. We offer all this up to you and ask that you would help us to remember your word and the things that you've written and the ways that you've called us to apply it. That we could have hope in you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Take some time right where you are to consider some of these things and then come and celebrate what Christ has done.